financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants is the professional who helps to get everything perfectly tuned. A lifelong resident of the Marietta area, Mark Fricks has spent over 27 years in financial services. Mark's extensive training in the needs of those retired or planning to retire has prepared him well to guide folks through the maze of challenges that face today's retirees. Contact Mark at 770-980-9262 or on the web at masterplanyourretirement.com. And now, here's Mark Fricks to help you be perfectly tuned. Well, hello and welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Mark Fricks, from Master Plan Retirement Consultants and our co-host today, Tony Shore. We are happy to, uh, that you've decided to join us today. We've got a great subject, a great topic, and one that is going to affect everyone listening. So it's important that you tune in and stay with us and pick up some great advice and some great information about, are you ready for it? About legacy planning. Now, I know that doesn't sound exciting, but I tell you <laughs> what, it can mean a big difference if you don't do it. So we're going to be talking about that, that today and how Americans view that and are you wealthy enough to do legacy planning? That's a great question. And and what are you willing to leave behind? And what are you willing to leave behind to the government? So some great questions we're going to be answering, Tony. Well, yeah, that sounds like a great topic. And I, I mean, uh, legacy planning may not be exciting for some folks out there. They may think, wow, this is going to be boring. Uh, but uh, do you love your children? Because if you love mm. your children <laughs> or you have a favorite charity or church, uh, then legacy planning is important. Or if you have a spouse, uh, it's extremely important, obviously, uh, for the obvious reasons, if you have children or a spouse. So this is an important topic. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, before we get into that, I haven't seen you in a few days. Uh, Mark, uh, how have you been? I have been fine. Actually, I've been excellent. Just a, a busy summer. You know, we don't teach as many classes over the summer, but I tell you what, we're catching up with clients and doing a lot of our annual and semi-annual reviews with clients and, and, and just a lot of stuff. Of course, you know, our staff is in and out of town for vacation and things like that, too. So uh, busy, but great. And, you know, we're just battling the hot weather down here in hot Atlanta. So uh, trying to stay cool. Wow. <laughs> Hotlanta, I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, I love Hotlanta. Now, I'm looking forward to the show, uh, but maybe we should start off with something simple. Uh, maybe you could explain to our listeners what exactly we mean when we say legacy plan. Well, Tony, I'm going to use some very technical terms here, so pay attention. It's where do you want your stuff to go when you pass away? That's legacy planning. Your stuff. Um, <laughs> Your stuff. That's a that's a that is a legal term. So look that up in your uh, Funkin' Wagnalls dictionary. Uh, but actually, legacy planning is about making sure, first of all, you know what stuff you have, where your stuff is, and then how it, can you pass it on to friends, families, charities. 
um, you know, whoever besides attorneys in the IRS, uh, unless you're married to an IRS or an attorney, of course, but you know, <laughs> where do you want it to go? How do you want it to get there uh, efficiently and without a lot of taxes and cost? And it's really about honoring, um, you know, your legacy and what you've learned from your parents and grandparents, and then passing that on to your children and grandchildren as well. So it's it's a uh, it's a pretty big topic, a topic, and it's really important too. Well, that that is important. Uh, what are some of the benefits to having a financial legacy? Well, you know, I love to tell my clients, uh, Tony, that uh, believe it or not, you do have a uh, will. You know, everybody talks about, oh, I need to get a will so I'm, people know where my stuff's going. Well, everyone has a will. If you live in this country, you have a will. Now, if you didn't write it yourself, there's one down at the courthouse for you. It is already set up for you. So if you pass away and you haven't done your own will, then you get to go under the government program and they get to tell you where your stuff goes and who gets it. And I can almost guarantee it will not go the way you wanted it to go. And of course, on top of that, because they're having to involve uh, other people like lawyers and representatives and court appointees and things of that nature, that it's also going to take money out of your legacy. So, um, you know, you you have a will. You just want to make sure it's your will. And, um, and, and again, you want to make sure that you, as you start looking at what you have and what needs to be passed on, you know, if you want to get a little bit more technical, we also need to understand what it is. In other words, uh, how is it taxed? How is it passed on? How is it uh, titled? Uh, there are things you need to know even before you decide where it needs to go. So as we start digging into that a little bit, it's really important that we understand what you have, how it's titled, and of course, if it has a beneficiary or not, and things like that. Well, I think that's great. Now, how many... Uh tips do you have for us to help with our legacy planning? Well, I'm glad you asked, Tony. Today I have 228 tips. Oh my goodness, uh, so it's going to be an started. extended show. <laughs> no, uh, actually there probably are 228 tips. We actually have 10, and this is in honor of David Letterman retiring a few weeks ago, so we're going to do the top 10 simple legacy planning tips countdown. So that's what this All is right. today. So uh, the first tip that we have is no matter what you're worth, uh, you still have to do some basic planning. Uh, it, you really do. Uh, you know, uh, unless you're you're living in a field and own one shirt and one pair of pants, you really need to make sure that you do do some planning, uh, because again, you know, it's going to determine where your stuff goes and and who's going to have to pay for it and and where you're going to be. Uh, you know, where your stuff's going to be left and what kind of taxes. So, tip number one is. No matter what you're worth, do some legacy planning. Well, that's a great first tip. Uh, what's next on the list? All righty. Well, next, the next tip is uh, you need to be aware of the fact that a legacy plan may contain several crucial pieces. Uh, so, you know, we need to understand there can be a lot of moving pieces in the planning process. So as an example, most people should have a will. That's kind of the basics of, of where you start. Now, we will also talk a little bit later about perhaps having a trust um, and kind of instead of that will. But again, everybody needs to have a will. And then I, I really believe everybody needs two other documents. One of them is uh, what we call a 
durable power of attorney for health care mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sorry, for uh, financial and then also a medical power of attorney. And so really just real quickly, um, you know, and I know we'll talk maybe more about this later, but we know sure. kind of what a will does. It says, hey, this is where I want my stuff to go. This is who I want to get it. This is how I want them to get it. But the powers of attorney, just think of a power of attorney as giving somebody else the right to make a decision for you. So mm-hmm. if, if it's a financial power of attorney, you're giving somebody else the, the right to make financial decisions. Uh, so if you're in, you're incapacitated and, uh, you know, there needs to be money moved around or taken out to help take care of you, then that person has that power to do that. And of course, on the medical side, it gives somebody the right to make medical decisions for you. So that's important too. And, you know, if you want to, you know, you're laying in a, in a hospital room and you can't speak and you can't blink and you can't answer and they need to do some surgery, somebody's got to make that call. So somebody's got to be in that uh, particular uh, position as well. Interesting. I, I think that's a really good one. Uh, our time is just about up for this segment, though, Mark. Do you have any additional tips that you'd like to share with us before the break? Well, this is kind of a sidebar tip, and that tip is I would really recommend that that people get help. Uh, you know, I have had so many folks come in here with uh, maybe a will they did online, uh, maybe or maybe not a power of attorney. A lot of people kind of leave those out. But the problem with that is it doesn't really address your particular needs. I know you can kind of go through and answer a few questions, but, you know, when it comes to the leg legacy planning process. It's more than just creating a document. It's having a plan. And you can't get a plan, uh, you know, on, on the computer or, or even from a very basic standard attorney. You know, they're great at creating documents, but when it comes to creating the plan that surrounds it, get help. And, and you know, so if you, I, I would say to our listeners, if you think you may need some help, then we have a couple of public, uh, publications available. One is called Common Beneficiary Mistakes. So it's just a publication about mistakes that people make when naming beneficiaries beneficiaries uh, that I think would really be helpful. And so that would be something I would suggest. Uh, Also visit the website. We have some great videos and and information about legacy planning. You can find that at masterplanyourretirement.com. That's all one word. Or give us a call, 770-980-9262, and we'll be glad to chat with you. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mark, and I appreciate that. We're going to be right back with more from Mark Fricks on Financially Tuned after this. Legacy. Even the word leaves a lasting impression. Legacy planning is an important piece of your financial puzzle and an important part of what you will leave behind for future generations. That is why we give our clients the From the Heart Journal and your guide to IRA and legacy planning. From the Heart Journal was created for the benefit of your family and loved ones. It will let you document and explore future financial wishes. The Guide to IRA and Legacy Planning will help protect your retirement assets from mistakes. Both of these helpful resources are available in the Retirement Toolkit. This toolkit will give the information you need to help secure your retirement. To request your copy, all you need to do is visit our website at masterplanyourretirement.com or call us at Master Plan Retirement Consultants, 770-980-9262. Get your copy today. 
Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Mark Fricks from Master Plan Retirement Consultants and our co-host today, Tony Shore. We've been talking about basic legacy tips and how to plan your legacy. And, uh, you know, it's turned out to be a lot more interesting than uh, some folks thought. So we're having a good time with it. Uh, We have talked about a couple of things. Number one, um, no matter how large or small your financial uh, asset base is, you need some type of a plan. You need to do some legacy planning. We also talked about keeping good records and that everybody needs a will. So I wanted to pick up there, Tony, if I could. Um, We uh, want to talk a little bit about trust. I mentioned it in the last segment, uh, but I do want to mention something. A trust is really a powerful tool. And uh, the reason we recommend trust for many of our clients is, um, first of all, they're they're not just for the wealthy. Uh, We've got people with just a few hundred thousand dollars net worth that are using trust. And the thing with a trust is uh, there are not a lot of drawbacks. Um, you know, about the only reason not to do a trust is they are more expensive when you initially set them up. But the I, we think the benefits are huge. Uh, you know, a couple of them real quickly is number one, you can avoid probate. Anything that you hold in your living trust does not go through probate, which gives you privacy, which uh, drastically reduces the cost to settle in the state and just gives you more control. So, I mean, just those three items are, are pretty big when it comes to uh, why have a how, you know why have a trust. Uh, of course, they're also good for minimizing estate taxes, and actually, there is a little bit of uh, protection for your estate from uh, lawsuits and creditors. So, again, the the one drawback is it is more expensive uh, to set one up. Uh, this is a great discussion so far. Now, I've heard record keeping is an important part of this when you're planning your legacy. Is that one of your points on the list? Yeah, it really is. It's, it's our next tip, and I touched on it earlier, but I'll tell you what, if you don't know what you have, how it's titled, uh, you know, who owns it? Is it owned jointly or singly? Is it owned in an IRA or a Roth? Uh, also, does it have a beneficiary and, and, and who the beneficiary is and does it need to be changed? Um, you know, there are a lot of um, a lot of items that have to be considered. So you really want to know what you have. So one of the first things we do when someone comes in to meet with us is we help them organize their assets. We actually set up a financial statement for them and we we set up what the titles are. We actually look at the documents and figure out what the beneficiaries are and and not just guess at it, by the way. We, you know, a lot of people say, I, I think my kids are the, my backup beneficiary beneficiary. And we start looking and find out maybe that's not the case. And so we get all of this organized to make sure that we understand what they have uh, and and where it is held. So uh, that's kind of, um, I think, an important step, Tony, and and really critical at the beginning of of the process. Sure. I think it is too. So keeping good records of your assets. And then another one that we also touched on I believe this is on your top 10 is uh, that everybody needs a will, correct? Right. Yes. And and as as we said earlier, everybody actually has a will, but many people have a will that was written by the courthouse. So we actually have uh, seen statistics where only 51% of Americans actually have uh, a will. And and so that's, uh, you know, it's really unbelievable. And, you know, even if you just do a very simple will. And even if you just do it online, you know, that's not the best way to do it, but that's better than nothing. And so at least get started with that and, and get you a will put together to, and, and then go from there. But again, if you have any assets at all, you really need to get it done appropriately and make sure it's part of an overall plan as, as opposed to just going to an attorney and saying, I need a will. Sure. So what's the number six tip then? Number six on the hit, uh, hit parade here is to discuss your legacy plans with your family. 
Um, you know, if you name a son your trustee or a daughter your executrix and you uh, name your brother your agent on your power of attorney, it might be nice to let them know that. Uh, they may they may be a little surprised when suddenly something happens and they get a phone call in the middle of the night and, and suddenly they're in charge of something. So you definitely want to discuss the plans with those that are involved and also with the beneficiaries. Let them know that, you know, if something happens to me and your mom or, uh, your, you know, the dad and mom or whatever, that uh, there's a particular amount of money that may be coming to you. You don't have to get technical or, or specific and, and give them numbers. Just say, you're going to be inheriting something, and this is the way we want you to handle it. We want you to go see our advisor. We want you to make sure that, you know, this is done and taxes are minimized. You know, discuss that with them, and don't let it happen in a vacuum. It's 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 interesting, Tony, the, you know, some of the uh, older generation, and, and, and especially the ones that, that were born around the Great Depression and, and right around, you know, before World War II, um, are very private, and, and sometimes they will not share with their family what's going on, and that, that just complicates things. We've had uh, clients that have come to us, and their mom and dad have passed away, and, and they had no idea what they had, and, and they're having trouble finding what they had and where it's being held and, and things like that, and I know that there are things being missed because yeah. we don't know what's going on. So it's really a, sh- a sad, I got to tell you a quick story. So uh, I had a client whose mom passed away. This has been several years ago. And, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he, you know, we, we went through the planning process of settling the estate and things of that nature. And he, uh, about six months later, he's, uh, we're meeting and he says, by the way, he says, it's interesting. My mom um, used to work at Coca-Cola, uh, and she so she worked downtown, and about once a month, she would tell the uh, the other ladies at the office, hey, I'm going to lunch, um, you know, while I'm at lunch, I'm going to run by my safety deposit box and swap out jewelry, uh, you know, and so and so she'd come back with new jewelry on, and, and so come to find out, she never shared where that safety deposit box was. All they knew is that it was within 30 minutes, because she was gone an hour, so it was within 25 or 30 minutes of the office. They never found, as far as I know, that safety deposit box. And and so just something as simple, who knows what's in it? Who knows you know, what's being done with it? And the bank may not even be aware she's passed away, so it's just a safety deposit box in the safe just oh, sitting that's there. That's too bad. It's really yeah, strange. Bad. Yeah, so, you know, that type of stuff just does not need to happen. Right. Yeah, and that's no good. Well, so far we've covered six of the ten basic tips for legacy planning. Uh, what are the remaining four? Well, uh, let's go to number seven. Number seven and number eight um, are kind of simple, but they really are often overlooked. Number seven is being aware of the federal legacy tax exemption. In other words, uh, how much can an estate have before you have to start paying estate taxes? And I cannot tell you how often folks will come to us and they've received an inheritance and they say, oh, I know I'm going to have to pay a lot of this out in estate taxes or, or inheritance tax is what people like to call it. It and you know it's it's maybe five hundred thousand dollars and I say well congratulations you owe no taxes and and so people just don't understand how that works so there is uh, of course you can uh, have up to five point four million in your estate before you start being hit with estate taxes uh, if you have less than that then that's good but let me tell you another problem is that law very well could change over the coming couple of years so that sure. may change and of course if you are doing the proper type of planning uh, like you would with us we take that into content uh, you know as, as a contingency and what if it were to go down what if uh, what if the taxes were to uh, be uh, applicable to a smaller amount of money and we make that part of the plan so important that you understand that and how that works tip number eight 
is uh, that you can reduce uh, your legacy taxes. So if you do have over five million dollars and and you want to not pay a fifth, you know, a forty-eight or forty-three percent tax on that extra one or two million dollars, then you can certainly reduce your legacy uh, by gifting uh, and by using a, a gift exclusion, by using spousal exclusions. There's certain things you can do uh, to uh, reduce that, and also you can use certain kinds of trust as well. So again, it can get complicated, but it's what we do every day. And, and it's something that I think is important uh, that you be aware of if you do have a sizable estate or, again, keep an eye on the estate planning rules. And if that number drops from 5.4 down to maybe a million, maybe half a million, well, it's pretty, pretty easy to add up an estate of a million dollars when you start you know, putting a house in there and, and life sure. insurance and a 401k and oh, it adds things up like quickly. that. Yep, very much yeah. so. So uh, now going back to the basic legacy planning tips, tip number nine is basically you just want to uh, understand that it can be better to give, uh, but it's also really good to receive. And what I mean by that is <laughs> is one thing that you should always keep in mind is um, keep in mind charitable organizations uh, when it comes to your legacy plan. You know, there are ways, and a lot of folks are not maybe uh, familiar with this, but there are actually ways to give to charitable organizations at your passing um, that can not only benefit them, but benefit you. But even, you know, even while you're still living, there's some things you can do. You can set up a charitable remainder trust. You can do some other things that actually allow you to reduce your tax burden. Um, and uh, at the same time, being able to give. So they can really get kind of complicated, and there's a lot of things that go into that. But if you have an estate that's, uh, you know, at least $1 million or so or greater, then there's definitely some things you can do. And there's some things you can do also that can actually provide you an income while you're still living for the rest of your life and at the same time benefit a charity. And then they receive something at your death as well. So just some mm. really neat things to do. And if you have a charity you're particularly fond of maybe uh, you know maybe it's the cancer society uh, because of a, a relative of somebody that that they helped maybe it's the American Red Cross Salvation Army I mean, we could we could name those all day long couldn't we but something that's yeah. important to you maybe a local charity or a local church then there's certainly some things that you can do that um, you know would not only help your legacy but also help your tax situation and most important help them out. So that's my tip number nine. And now for tip number 10, I actually sneaked it in earlier. So let's see if our listeners were, were paying attention. But tip number 10 is get help. You know, this is, um, this is kind of yeah. like brain surgery. You don't want to go Google it and then start poking around in the wrong place. Right, Tony? You want to make sure that, that well, you know yeah. <laughs> what's going on. Because, again, we have met with a lot of clients that have lost loved ones. Some uh, lost them before we met with them. And, you know, by that time, there were only a few things we could do. Uh, but thankfully, a lot of them met with us, um, you know, had, had already been working with us uh, when a loved one was uh, had passed away. And I tell you what. The planning that we had, had had accomplished and the things we had done together with the client, what a big difference. It is just unbelievable the things that can be accomplished and the ease that can that can happen. You know, Tony, it's hard enough when you lose a loved one. It's hard enough when you lose a spouse, a parent, um, you know, something of that nature as it is. But then to have to be bombarded with the, um, the, the work, the complexity of the settlement of the estate, and then there's always a complication. There's no planning done. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable. 
available. And actually, I've got one other offer, Tony, while we're wrapping things up here. Also, I'll be glad to also send, um, uh, it's about an eight-page document, and it is uh, entitled Survivor's Checklist. And it's basically everything that needs to be done when you lose a loved one. And it's really interesting. It's, it's broken down. It says, what should you do the first week? What should you do the, the first 30 days? What should you do the next 60 days? And it just goes down. And first of all, it's really, really helpful. But secondly, it's unbelievable the amount of things that need to be done. And this checklist is really valuable. So, you know, anybody listening, we'll be glad to send that out for free, uh, either by email or hard copy. If you'll just uh, email us or call us and request that. Just ask for the survivors, uh, survivors checklist and we'll get the, uh, get that off to you. The, the website is masterplanyourretirement.com. You can go to the contact button and uh, just let us know that you want the survivor's checklist or give us a call, 770-980-9262. There's no catches. We're not trying to uh, trap you into meeting with us. You know, we're here to help folks that need help or won't help. But this little checklist could be really valuable for some of our listeners. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mark. It's been a great show. We're out of time. Uh, But thanks for joining us. That does it for this episode of Financially Tuned. Great show, Tony. We enjoyed it. We'll see everybody next week. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Mark Fricks at Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Call 770-980-9262 or visit their website at masterplanyourretirement.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Master Plan Retirement Consultants and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Master Plan Retirement Consultants makes no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Master Plan Wealth Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through Fricks & Associates, Inc. Master Plan Wealth Advisors and Fricks & Associates, Inc. are affiliated companies. 